2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, let's get excited!
3: Just dawned on me. It's Wednesday already. That means you picked the music on a way back Wednesday at 913-586-7610 on the Jay's Southland Tow Service Text Line. Include your name so that you may get the credit.
1: All right, let me find out who did that. The text machine is going crazy. Detroit Derrick. who it Derek. Is. That's who texted that in this morning. I actually have the text line open today to see who's just, texted in on a way back to Wednesday, right?
3: Why are we so excited? Right. It was a I guess it's, excited, Wednesday, Wednesday. I it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. It's
1: because it's Wednesday. And then, I, a, then a text came in through that's like 15 pages long. Yeah, what is this one? Yeah, I mean, my stop. goodness, all caps talking about whatever. It's, Put it's yelling hard at to me, follow. Bro. Yeah, stop it. yelling at me, bro. So I, I, I think if you're texting... Texting all caps, you're probably 65 and older, right? Yeah. Like, like that's the only folks who text in all caps are old people, right? Definitely.
3: Josh. I don't text in all caps. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't even know how to find that button. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do, so, they,
3: do they have all caps on I Commodore have, 64? I had a jerk of a friend yesterday text me. and
1: Okay, which one? Me or Bob? No,
3: neither one of you. Oh, actually. okay.
1: It Just want to clear that up. Thought you are pissing us off early this morning.
3: Like, why? Why did you feel the need to text me to tell me that that Buffalo is going to get like three feet of snow before Sunday? Well, just to let you know. I mean, I you, don't you, need you to g- know. Giving that. you the heads
1: up. People think they're helping and you. my about yes. sponsors.
3: Keep that s to yourself.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be good in Buffalo. I just looked at the forecast, and between yesterday at like one p.m. and Thursday at one p.m. They're supposedly getting one to two feet of snow. Yeah, that's right. I said that, not one to two inches of snow. Another or three feet. one to I saw two... three feet. Oh, you yeah. saw three feet yeah, of it was, snow. They, they were in the twenty to <laughs> uh, the Orchard Park, where where the stadium's at, was in twenty the twenty to thirty inch oh, range. I looked at Buffalo, and you're right; it does differ <laughs> up yeah. there, like a big time, like a couple of like miles. A swath, yeah, and it's bad. It's, it, <laughs> it all sucks. So you're going to be able to get and there because Saturday the airport will be I open.
3: Thought, Why are you sending me this? I don't want to know. I don't want to know this. You better buy those sixteen hundred dollar boots can to. get 26 for the high and I'm like that's fine cool 26 for the high it's like a heat wave
1: yeah well it doesn't really affect you right now at all i mean the the game is going to be played on on sunday at 5:30 the sun is like supposed to the be out of the field last week the they field got, looked fantastic last week right yeah as long as they can get the teams there and as long as they can get the game on television that game is going to be played they don't care about the stadium clearly as they showed and 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 i, I you know more power to buffalonians is that what they're called buffalonians uh for, for not volunteering to go out there and shovel that damn stadium because that's a project that never ends. I I cleaned a minor league baseball stadium one summer and it wasn't that big of a stadium. It was like 4,500 seats or whatever, but my God, it seemingly took for hours to clean that I can't imagine getting a group of your buddies together and going out and shoveling an NFL stadium and trying to get that ready for game day. So it may be a little rough for the fans again, but they seemingly did just fine uh, on Monday afternoon up in Buffalo with the way that they, you know, kind of uh, embraced the snow and whatnot, but it becomes a point now where, where are you going to put the snow? And I think it's ultimately, you got to get dump trucks and dump that stuff right into the lake and give the, I mean, that's the the, the, it's the only way you can get rid of that is, is dump trucks and dumping it into the lake or somehow inventing a helicopter with heat lamps that just sits over the top of the stadium and melts that stuff because there's really nowhere to put it. But what the big thing is to me I- in looking at this forecast, and I was hoping to find like a crazed weatherman in Buffalo telling everybody to hide and never come out of their I houses again. This is just like commonplace. Yeah. And that's what you said. You're like, yeah, they don't do that in Buffalo. But, but I think what, what really is the big story in all of this is not whether or not Josh is going to be cold, which is a decent story, whether or not the chiefs are going to be able to get there because they will. Will it's that now with the snow coming, there's a good chance that Buffalo is going to have to cancel practice this week, at least one day, Because there is a travel ban again in place. And we heard Sal Capaccio of our sister station on Monday talk about that. The travel ban's in place because you literally can't go anywhere. It's not like they're just doing that to scare you. You literally cannot go anywhere. And so if this travel ban's in place, the team can't get to the practice facility. It's just another distraction, Josh, for Buffalo as they go into the biggest game that they've ever played. The most important game that they've ever played in this era of Josh Allen. And we talked the other day about them being tense and being tight. Now their whole world has been thrown upside down because as we know, athletes can't adjust to real life things and a little kind of, you know, uh, you know, derailment of their week. Everybody makes a big deal out of it. So I'm going to make a big deal out of it. If Buffalo doesn't practice this week, they can't get to the facility. They're doing things on zoom. We're out here on the practice field, running around, getting ready for that game. I personally think that's a huge advantage for Kansas City going into this Virtual game.
3: Virtual learning. Here's uh, here's the National Weather Service. Lake effect snow warning remains in effect until 7 p.m. Eastern Thursday. Okay. And that says what? Heavy lake effect snow. Additional so- snow accumulations of one to three feet in the most persistent lake snows. Some could locally exceed four feet. Oh, They're God. Like, eh, anywhere from one to four feet. Oh, then the winds will pick up, and then near whiteout conditions at times, especially this afternoon and evening. Mm-hmm. Travel could be very difficult to impossible. Areas of blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. The hazardous conditions could impact the morning or evening commute. Bitter wind chills as low as 10 below could result in hypothermia. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah. Order pizzas in order to shine. Buy cases, of Pepsi, buy cases, of Coke. Doing cars shopping. Don't wait till last minute.
1: And you're building a stadium with... Out a roof like this is where the NFL needs to intervene and say hey uh, we're not allowing this to happen without a roof I
3: know there's there's been trepidation here with people that not sure if they want a roof because they're like we want the elements we want it open we want you can still make the choice but in extreme situations like this where they had a game that was postponed right and another one that could be impacted if they have to dig out again
1: Mm -hmm.
3: would it just be easier if they just said we're closing the roof for a couple days like, we'll worry about the parking lot. Right. Plow the lot. And we'll yeah. plow the lots. And then by game day, it looks like it's going to be fine. We'll roll it back open. Right. Exactly. And you can do, you that. can do
1: that in order to protect the stadium yeah. from getting all that snow like, on it. Would yeah. the
3: NFL step in and go, come on, let's yeah, let's let's rethink this. Because they're building it, like, right there. Right I mean, next to the it's, stadium. It's yeah. on the same parking lot. Because mm-hmm. you can see the, uh, if you saw the overhead of whatever, you can see this the stadium plus where they're building the new one. Um but they're, they're they're really not considering a roof. They're not considering a roof at all. No, you can just get no. four feet in like a day and a half, and that's like happens
1: there. Yeah, but if you're going to consistently be here, here's the and option you're gonna consistently be a playoff right. team and you're impacting and you're playing their in January, yeah. blah, blah
3: blah. Again, you don't have to have it open or you don't have to have it closed
1: for games. You right, can
3: make everybody can make that decision together. But I mean, you think the lead up even would. would would necessitate closing the roof a little bit.
1: I I think if you're the NFL, you give Buffalo two choices. You either A, put a roof on your stadium, or B, you're not allowed to be a playoff team anymore. So just decide what you want to do, because if you're going to be in these northern Rust Belt, Lake Erie-type places, and you're going to be in the postseason, well, we're going to have to have a roof. And, you know, Monday's game worked out nicely because it was Martin Luther King Day, so there were a lot of people off, and a lot of people could consume... You know that playoff game, but if they move that playoff game to a non-Monday holiday or to a Monday that's a non-holiday, what kind of TV audience are they going to have? What kind of crowd are they going to be able to have in the stands at three thirty on a Monday? Well, if it's what, not depends on TV service you put it well, on. Well, it, 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 that is true, right? Ever audience you want, ever audience you want, yeah. But but if, if 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 you have a situation like that this week and you have to move the divisional game to Monday at three thirty or whatever time, and I'm sure they would move it to Monday night because there's not a second game. That's being played on Monday, but even still, you have to move this to Monday night. Now you're really screwing whoever's going to play and win that game in the championship game because they're already going to lose now two days of rest, Josh, if that happens because the team that they're going to be playing is playing on Saturday and they would have already played their game. And if you have to delay or postpone this game on Sunday and play it on Monday, Now you're really screwing the winner of that game, you know, and and, and you're giving Baltimore or Houston two full days, really three full days to prepare because these guys wouldn't play till Monday night. By the time you get back Tuesday morning at, you know, 4 a.m. or whatever it is, now it's Tuesday and Tuesday's a wash. And so you're talking about Wednesday. So I think the NFL does need to intervene with Buffalo and say, look, guys, here's the deal. Before you finish this thing. You need to add a roof on to it. it. You got to put a roof on top of this thing because for the betterment of the league and everybody involved and what was it for the, out of an abundance of caution is the word that they use during COVID all the time, right? Out of an abundance of caution. And that's what they should say to Buffalo. Out of an abundance of caution, we're making you put a roof on the stadium because if you don't, you're really screwing the balance of power and, and screwing people when it comes to the postseason because if we see another game postponed or delayed or whatnot or the Chiefs can't get there for some reason, you're really setting teams behind the eight ball when it comes to competing for the championship. Yep. Yep.
3: So NFL put in your money,
1: give them a tr- retractable roof. They'll build all the other stuff. You put the roof on, right? Make them do it, make them do just it. Make them do it. And, and if you don't want to use the roof during the game and it's fine, then don't use it. But uh, on, a, on a week like this and a week like we just had in order to preserve and save manpower for what people are doing, put a damn roof on the thing. Uh, meanwhile, there's another cold weather city hosting a game this weekend. Yep. It would Baltimore. be Baltimore.
3: It would be Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit is always cold this time of year, and so Tampa's going to Detroit. Ooh. And the uh, the news people in Tampa are really excited, excited because yes. you know you're heading the divisional round, and so you got to get the news crews out there, right. to ask the coach in Tampa when local news goes wrong, <laughs> how the <laughs> Bucks are going to be able to prepare for going to Detroit.
2: Coach, you, you, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures <coughs> the team is out to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors right in the other dome. I don't um, No nothing planned we're we're indoors and We only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing. So we'll be okay.
3: (laughs)
1: Todd Bowles handed the classy, man. Do
3: I really snap here or do I
1: just just play along? This is what happens. This is why local news is a clown show joke. Because this happens. Spell his name and what he did there. Yeah, this happens in every single market. You know, if you're assigned to cover a story in local news, you need to do your research and you need to go out there and be prepared. And I'm saying that from my standpoint, if they sent me out to cover a city hall meeting, Josh, I would find out who the mayor is. I would find out who the important players are. I would do some kind of research to understand or what I was getting shut into the or just shut up and, 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 and let the people who have been there all season just kind of, you know, ask the questions. But I'm sure there was some reporter or it's not some reporter, some producer in a newsroom that came up with this idea of how bad the weather is in Detroit. <laughs> and as we know, lying about the weather on the news gets people to watch. I mean, this is local news in a nutshell. This is why I don't watch news. This is why I've avoided all of this kind of stuff because you hire people that maybe not are qualified to do the job, but if they're going out and doing the story, then they need to do their research on the story and be prepared. And it seemingly happens every year in some market with local news when they send the news people out to cover the sports. I mean, we've seen it here. We literally had somebody at our sister station KMBZ asked Tyshawn Taylor to spell his name and asked him what he did when he was playing. We had a local news person ask about Wilt Chamberlain and if he talked to Andrew Wiggins and that's when somebody said Wilt's dead. Like, People have got to do their homework, and as the days go by, this is why nobody respects local news. This is why everybody laughs at local news, because it's a clown show. Do your homework, do your research, and stop wasting everybody's time with asinine questions like that. Uh, we
3: play indoors. We walk from the bus to the hotel.
1: And, you know, Todd and, the Bowles... bus,
3: and the bus on game day. Goes right in. Goes right into the building. I mean, you were saying some of these new stadiums, they
1: drive right to the locker room. You don't even have to
3: go out in the elements. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm sure Ford Field, I haven't been there for football, but pretty new building. I'm yeah. sure the bus drives right up to right up to the stadium, right, right inside and drops them off. They yeah. will, they will not even, they will not even have to bring a coat if
1: they don't want to. You say that's a new stadium, Josh, that was the home of the 2006 oh, it's, Super it's, Bowl. It's
3: still modern. Yeah. It's modern. It's yeah. Not new
1: anymore, I mean, it's, almost,
3: it's probably 20 modern. years old by now. The chief's macro has led us to the micro or Finkel is Einhorn. We'll explain next.
2: Best in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 7.30. 610 Sports Radio. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: You pick the music on the way back Wednesday, nine one three, five eight, six, seven, six ten. It should read it slower for those of you writing it down. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. On the J Southland Toast Service Text line, include your name so that you may get the credit our buddy Terry
1: in Green Bay has a whole lot of love for Jordan Love. I bet he does. One little Led Zeppelin this morning to get you rolling. Gotta get the lead out. Yeah, yeah. So There you go. 22 inches on the ground, Terry said in Green Bay. They could play the game there. It'll be nothing compared to what they're getting in Buffalo. And then our friend Coach Cates texted in and he wanted to know if Damon could play poker next Saturday night. And I said no. Uh, but he wanted to know if uh, the, the roof could hold four feet of snow. And that's a, that's a legit question, too, because if all of a sudden there's three to four feet of snow on top of a roof of a stadium, would that thing just cave in? Who the hell knows, man? I think they build buildings
3: that can handle cold weather. Snow conditions. Syracuse, New York has had a. Has yeah, a, they've had that dome forever, had building, right? Has that a building forever. And a couple times the deflated thing went down. But no, I think they could
1: figure that Doesn't out. Doesn't that deflate on purpose, though? Like if you turn off the air conditioning or there's something there. No, <laughs> I'm leave, being serious about that. Yeah. Too, if
3: you left the door open too long, it would, uh, it would, would deflate
1: yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. right? There yeah. were stories about that. Just ask anybody yeah. on the radio or television in the media because they all went there. They'll yeah. tell you about yeah. it, I too. Think,
3: I think they can figure I'll that out.
1: Tell you how great they, they are. Fine.
3: NFL playoff coverage on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views. It's Josh Allen, regular season champ versus Patrick Mahomes, playoff champ. That's right. Uh, Sunday, 5 30 on 106.5, the Wolf. Mm-hmm. That means our pregame, when we do the math, 230. It might be a two, though. I'll have to double check. We don't like 30s. We like to start. We'll just talk slower. Mm hmm. That extra that extra half hour on a one hundred (laughs) six five wolf and get Binkley on six ten sports radio. So, uh, Josh Allen's record comes from NFL and CBS. Josh Allen's record versus Patrick Mahomes
1: regular season three and one. Wow, that's good, really good. Yeah, playoffs zero and two. Oh, that's not so good. No, you don't win when it matters. Yeah, you don't win when it matters, and and that's kind of what I've been saying like all season long with the regular season versus the postseason. The regular season, when you're the Chiefs, and really, when you're the Buffalo Bills at this point, you know, for that matter, it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. You're never judged on what you do in the regular season when you're a perennial playoff team. You're judged on what happens in the postseason. And what we've seen for the for the Chiefs over the last 17 weeks, 18 weeks of the of the regular season is an audition, a, a dress rehearsal, if you will, right? You remember being in the play when you were a kid or, you know, rehearsals or for band or whatever it was. You go through all these rehearsals and you and you change things and you tweak things and you work on things and you get better and you get better and you get better and you get better. That's what the regular season, in my opinion, is for a team like the Chiefs. You work in the regular season as your dress rehearsal. Let's see if this guy's any good. Let's see if that guy's any good. Let's see if this play can work. Let's see if this guy can catch. Let's see if this guy can stay on sides. Let's see what we can do in the regular season. And you make those tweaks, and you may suffer losses during the regular season, but you can learn from those losses. I think like a team for the Chiefs, a loss in the regular season isn't the end of the world, much like. Kansas basketball, if you will. A loss in the regular season isn't the end of the world if you can take what happened in that loss and apply it moving forward and get better from it. And sometimes, as we've seen coaches over the years, they laugh when a team loses and they go, see, we told you you should have been doing this all along, but you weren't listening. And now you went out there and lost. And now you've got to find a way to uh, to kind of figure this thing out. Almost like being a parent. We told you all along this is how it was going to be and you didn't listen to us. And now you're going to start listening and we'll turn those losses back into wins. We've seen that, you know, over the years. And so So the regular season to me is one where people get worked up, they get, you know, ticked off. But they shouldn't, because if you're going to make the playoffs, it's all about what you do. And the best thing about Saturday's game, in my opinion, what we saw is all the stuff that went seemingly wrong in the regular season, the Chiefs went out there and they addressed that and they whittled down the offense and they took everything in those dress rehearsals. And when opening night happened, which was Saturday night, they were about as flawless as they've been all season long. And so I look at this stat with Josh Allen, he's dominated in the regular season. He still hasn't beaten Patrick Mahomes when it matters the most. And I think a lot of fans are going to be talking about how great Patrick has been in the playoffs against Josh Allen. They're probably the same fans that were losing their minds when the Buffalo Bills beat him back in December. This team, because of Andy Reid and because of Patrick Mahomes, you can give them these passes in the regular season. And because they've earned the benefit of the doubt, believe that they're going to fix stuff. And so far this season, that's been kind of disheveled for a lot of people. They showed you in the first playoff game, they took everything in the regular season that none of us liked, and they fixed all that stuff in the postseason. Yeah, I mean,
3: you can look at it in one hand and say, man, they gave plenty of chances, and they did, Mm -hmm. and that not enough people took advantage of.
1: Correct. Yeah.
3: Right? Sure. And so you would love to see some of these things be resolved in season. And I guess you can look and say in the Bengal game they did. They kind the of did. Game. Yeah, like yeah. they came out of that Bengal game feeling really good about it. Yep. And you thought, okay, you're gonna put them in a position to not have to play anybody then the final game, right? Right. So you had the Bengal game and the playoff game where it 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 got streamlined. Mm-hmm. Cool. We all wanted it to happen much sooner, or others to step up at some point. Right. Just never happened. I think they tried. I think they gave every. Every bit of opportunity at the wide receiver position mainly, is what right? We're That's about. what we're talking about the wide receivers, um, yeah. Because I think I think plenty of other positions perform, but. You, you gave a long leash. I mean, the beginning of the year, you're trying six people and we're wondering why you cut seven and eight. Right. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yep. And, and then, why you
1: traded that Darius Haywood Bay or whatever his name was to, to Carolina Smith-Marset. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, and, and so they and then they gave tons of opportunities. You would have loved that sorted itself out. I don't know. After the bye week. Or right. Something, sure. And felt better about where it was. It just took longer. But then they got to a point where they're like, OK, here it is. Here's. Here are the people, and we've seen it for really two games now. Mm-hmm. Okay, looks a lot better. Looks like you figured out how to best uh, accentuate your talent, and now let's go put it together, get in the postseason, and defensively, just like just keep doing.
1: Just here. keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, doing right. <laughs> don't look at the defense. You guys stay over there. You do your thing. But again, th- and that's something that I truly do appreciate. So I don't with think Andy Reid,
3: dress rehearsal per se, but in the back of your mind, are you thinking about? Okay, what's built best for the long term? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in the in the Chiefs land you're living in right now, that is the case. Other teams it's not the case, but the Chiefs it is. It's like, okay, the division was still, I mean it got hairy for like a second, but they still, you know, your biggest goal is get in.
1: Right. Get you in. Did. You How won do you the get division. in?
3: How do you win the division? So you're you're still doing that while I wanna say experimenting, but giving opportunities. Mm-hmm. The bad news, the bad news was nobody
1: took advantage of the opportunity. Only Rashi, only Rice. Rashi
3: Rice. Yep. Only Rashi Rice took it, took a advantage of, of the, the full scale opportunity, but you can't say any, if you, if you look yourself in the mirror and a number of these wide receivers, you can't say I didn't get a chance.
1: No, you got a chance. You got more of a chance than like most people get at yeah. their
3: job. Right. I maybe mean, like Richie James, maybe he's the only one that can look at, but obviously he wasn't doing enough in practice to warrant more of a chance. In a, in a game situation, he's got right. little little spurts or whatever. But everybody else, and got he f- was hurt
1: for a while. Everybody else
3: seemingly got a full go, and if you didn't take advantage of it, mm, that's on I you. Kind of feel like that's, that's on, on
1: you. you. Like Andy Reid gave you every opportunity, and he gave you every opportunity because he knew this is what we have right now. And so while he was giving you the opportunity, I'm sure part of Andy Reid was going, "Would somebody please step up here? Please step up. Please step up." Right? And 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 and, and so when when nobody did, then Andy Reid had to look around and go, "Okay, I gave you the opportunity. You didn't take advantage of it." I'm not giving you an opportunity anymore in the games that matter most. And you appreciate that as of a head coach to be able to look at all that and say, okay, this is what happened in the regular season. This is where the postseason is right now. Those who didn't perform in the regular season are really not going to get an opportunity in the postseason. You had 17 games to show us you were reliable. And you didn't, and so we're going to move on, and we're going to use the guys that are reliable, and if you get a th- ball thrown your way, hopefully you catch it. If you don't get a ball thrown your way, well, there were 17 games. So if you're MVS or you're Kadarius Tony or you're anybody else who's not getting the production that you want in the postseason, just look at your regular season and go, did I do everything to earn the opportunity to get balls in the postseason? And the answer is no. And it's not that I do everything to earn the opportunity. It's was I reliable too? did I go in and help my teammates help my coworkers get better put this thing in the right direction and I don't think MVS and Kondropius can sit there and say that they did everything to help make their teammates better to make their team better to make their organization better. And so now you get to nut cutting time and it's like, okay those who were there in the regular season, that showed they're reliable, that showed that they can be counted on that improved each and every week. Now you're going to get the opportunities when the game matters the most. And there's nothing worse than going into the postseason and and rolling out Soria in the eighth inning when you knew he couldn't get it done all season long, right? Like that sucks. And I appreciate Andy Reid for not just playing guys because they are on the roster. And Josh, you know, you see that sometimes in sports where, well, they're on the roster. And so we got to use them. No, you don't. <laughs> and Andy Reid has done a great job through that first game. And I give all the trust in the world to Andy Reid because I've seen him win Super Bowl and championships. And I've seen him fix things mid season. And that's another reason why I'm excited for this game.
3: It's not bounties, but
1: sorta we'll get to
3: that next.
2: Fesco in the morning.
1: I would give anything to do a tush push with blaine Gabber.
2: Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. Liftmaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder Liftmaster is the number one professionally installed
1: garage door opener. Find us
2: at RainerKC.com.
1: Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
3: <laughs> you, you picked the music <laughs> on way back Wednesday. <laughs> 913-586-7610. The J Southland Tow Service text line. Include your name so that you may get the credit. You should get credit for this. But that's one. a good one. one. Yeah.
1: Our buddy Micah in Colorado wanted to do a little dedication to his buddy Tex, who's a diehard Cowboys fan since '95. Oh, well, since '95. The last time the Dallas Browns were any good was yeah. 1995, and and that's when I went to uh, to college for the first year. Graduated from uh, high school in 1995. So that tells you how long ago that was. Almost 30 years. You got a problem over there? limp on um so anyway um yeah yeah the uh, the Dallas Browns uh 12 and 5 and that's right regular season doesn't matter what you do in the playoffs oh you lost again
3: son of a gun <laughs> that's pretty good that's a good tune
1: I haven't heard that one either I really liked it I thought that was really really good well, really done. well done really 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 well done uh you're gonna take this one personally, are you? I, I, I am a little bit, and I, I'm 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 trying to you know compose myself a little bit about this one. But why isn't more being made about Sean McDermott and his comments about 9 11 and saying that we need to act like the terrorists and put together a game plan to go out there and win? I think he's a douche for saying that. That was like and a story for like a hot second. I, I know, he, like like that's that's arguably one of the douchiest comments that I've ever well, heard ter- a coach make. One of the worst
3: motivational
1: things you could possibly do. Yeah, yeah, right. Like like getting your team together and saying, let's rally like the terrorists on 9-11. I don't understand why more people aren't talking about that and bringing that up when they talk about Sean McDermott. Because not, not only is it a douchey comment, it is a very classless comment. And it shows that you have no sort of recollection for anything that has happened and that has gone on. And, and to act like that and to say something like that quite frankly ticks me off and and I look at Sean McDermott and I just like I I, I can't get over it. it it is personal for me to hear him talk about that and and for me I want him to lose so bad not only because we're playing them but because he made makes those insensitive comments And nobody's holding this guy accountable for anything that he said. And he doesn't deserve to win a game when you motivate a team by saying, you know, do what the terrorists did at 9-11 and put together a game plan and go in there and and do whatever it is that you have to do. I I think it's deplorable. I think it's a scummy move. And, And I hope Sean McDermott never wins another game again as a coach in the NFL, like if, if Sean McDermott was the only coach available, I would contract my team before I would hire him to be the head coach of my organization to have that, that, that much of a, Clueless mind to use that as motivation to get your guys ready. It's another big reason for me why I want to pummel these guys and why I want to destroy the Buffalo Bills and why I want to send a message that the road to the Super Bowl may not all be going into Kansas City this year, but we'll take a detour through Orchard Park, New York and go kick your effing teeth in, Sean McDermott. So this happened in the uh the
3: the Bills game the other day. Josh
1: steps up, and he's going to get the first down. Oh, and there he goes. No one's going to get him. Incredible. Breaks it for the touchdown. 52 yards. Unbelievable. Josh Allen.
3: So that was the call on CBS. You remember the Josh Allen 52-yard touchdown, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, controversy should still rain because it looked like he tried to do a fake slide. Yeah. And then
1: everybody kind of backed off when they saw it
3: running, right? Like circumventing the, the rule, the rule. Yeah. Somebody should have taken his head off, found a loophole. Yeah. Uh, I
1: guess you got to hit him. You do. You got, you got a bloody, because they did
3: hit him later and they got a penalty. They got a penalty. Right. It feels like if you're going to do that, you might as well
1: put yourself at risk to having the penalty. Absolutely. I I think in order to prevent a 52 yard touchdown like that, you have to go out there and you have to blast Josh Allen. And you know, we, we've heard Steve Spagnuolo talk about Legereus Sneed all year with the cost of doing business penalties. I gotta be honest with you. I, I think this, this time with, with Josh Allen, you have to go out there and hit him and make sure hesitate. he's down. You can, you cannot hesitate. And if you get a 15 yard penalty hesitate. for roughing the passer, then so be it. But, I'm not allowing that to happen. Go watch that video guys. Like I didn't really get it in real time until I went back and watched it. He deeks him like a hockey player yep, yeah. and everybody just, everybody just, away from the quarterback immediately. Like it was like you hit a button and he went and and acted like he was going to slide. And all of a sudden the Pittsburgh defenders just go back and people are critical of the Pittsburgh defenders for not tackling on that play. No, that guy was going down and they did what they were taught and what the league has asked them them to to do do and backed away. You can't have it both ways now as a quarterback, if you get out and you start to run and you fake slide, you need to be called down right there. The referees need to regulate kind that. Kind of like a flop, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Like a basketball yeah. where you can call a flop. You're like,
3: you, yeah, your intent was to not... To try you, to draw a foul. Draw. Right. Yeah, and that's not that's not the case. Right. You... you, you Feign that you're going into a slide there. That's where you're
1: that, down. That's where you're down. You you started to go into that motion. You mess get, with the defense. Have air refs involved again. Well, I, look, e- either that or stop calling penalties when guys tra- try to tackle the quarterback in the open field. You know, it, unless you're going helmet to helmet, Stop penalizing guys for that because now these quarterbacks and God love them. God love Josh Allen for doing it. He's found taking advantage and found a loophole. He's yeah. Bill Belichick on the field. He is the Bill Belichick of quarterbacks trying to cheat. Cause that's the only way that they can win in Buffalo is by cheating. And so you've got this guy out there, literally not, not like, like, you know, cheating per se, using the loophole to his advantage and that's why they always say play through the whistle and so that's what the Chiefs defense needs to do this week if Josh Allen is on the run you've got to hit him and make sure that he is down because now he has shown that he's going to try to deke the opponents and mess with the opponents because the Pittsburgh Steelers were following the rules because that's what they've been told and not only is it a 15-yard penalty you hit the quarterback you're probably getting a letter from the commissioner and a big fat fine to go along with it and so or I I can give up a 52-yard touchdown right seems like I'll take the
3: Take the fine. I'll take the fine. (laughs) And be eliminated from the postseason.
1: Right. It it just seems to me that this is one of those things where they say you can't have your cake and eat it too, which I never understood. How are you supposed to eat your cake if you can't have it? And what's the point of having it if you can't eat it? If you can't eat it, right? So there as a display item, Right. pretty stupid. Just look at the cake. You can't have it. It's there. Just tempt yourself. So that's what this is with Josh Allen. Like, you, you can't have the rule as the quarterback and then feign and fake and get around the rule if you're the quarterback. It's in there for your protection. And if you start and you attempt or you fake like you're going down, the whistle blows, and you are down right there. Otherwise, you're fair game and there should be no penalties called.
3: Well, and and the good news is, I think for Chiefs fans, is that Sean Hockley is going to be the official this yeah, week. right. And he's called like uh, a third of the penalties that the Bills have had on them this year. Oh, really? So Something he penalizes like
1: the Bills a lot. Uh, that's the belief. Oh, good. That's, that's good. So somebody's done the deep dive already. So yeah. Lee is not good for Buffalo. I saw
3: one of those on on X, and then I, I did check with the Buffalo friends. Like, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's anti-Bills. No, oh, like, good. Like already, All right, it's perfect. Their, it's already in their head. It's good. already in their head. Their head like he's it's G Santa Bills good, uh, good. We so they joking, got the snow and the refs. Yeah, we were joking about Cheffers, and I, I said, Well, they're not gonna get Cheffers again. They got Cheffers last week, and he's like, Oh, probably Hockley. And I'm like, All right, I don't know, I mean, whatever. And he was, it was like, It's Hockley, no, it's Hockley. So, and then I looked on X and it was like, Yeah, 40 of their uh, 106 penalties uh-huh. were, were called by Hockley. Oh my against god, Denver, something like that. <laughs> if that. If those numbers are correct, so Hockley's 100- done a lot of. Bills games. Yeah, then, they've huh? had they've had yeah 106 penalties called against them. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And 40 by hockey league. Jeez, what?
1: when did we start doing this in sports as sports fans, where we cared about who the referees were going to be? I mean, um, it's, it's, it's
3: unfortunate. It
1: is yeah. like it, it sucks that it's come to this. That tells you how bad the officials been. That on Tuesday before a Sunday game, we're looking to see who's assigned to the games and what kind of penalties that they've called against the opposition. How does he ref for us? Is he good? Does he like the Chiefs? I think he likes the Chiefs. I think he does too. I think Sean Hockley's a good draw for us. I feel
3: like that's a good, that's a good,
1: good. good As long as it's not Brad Allen.
3: Um, According to uh, Joe Bascaglia covers the, uh, the bills for mm-hmm. the, uh, the athletic uh, bills head coach, Sean McDermott says he doesn't know for sure. What linebacker Terrell Bernard's week will look like with the ankle injury says he'll know more tomorrow. All right. We'll I see. I think that dude looked like he's going to play. No, That guy's not playing. I can't imagine he is right. I mean, took no. him off on a cart with a towel over his head. Yeah. Couldn't come back. This one feels like you're slow playing it. Just, you know, just, just to kind of leave it out intrigue there. Intrigue out there. Yep. Uh, Taron Johnson's in the concussion protocol. And yep. remember they're on the short week now too. Yeah. Pretty tough to. Don't know if he's going to come back. I mean, their injury list is super long. Mm-hmm. So, safety Taylor Rapp calf wide receiver Gabe Davis knee Russell Douglas yep couldn't play last couldn't week. couldn't play last knee. week yeah um, linebacker uh, Tyrell Dotson shoulder mm-hmm. all missed this past Monday's game
1: right Terrell and, Bernard uh, is the big one though for me Bernard
3: I mean. the punter with the hamstring Sam Martin yep and uh, and cornerback Christian Benford who went out with a knee injury as well right. so they are they are beat up we'll see what the official injury report is as the week progresses but it certainly looks like the uh the bills are not at 100 percent
1: Did they sign a punter yet are they still going to try to get this sam martin guy back and ready to kick
3: Uh, uh, i'd certainly be well tuesdays a day you think he brought in somebody to
1: well if they could get 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 in there
3: it's true they have to punt somewhere else. and like, <laughs> Can you punt down in South Florida me, and can, let us know what you can do? Can you show me a video of yourself punting? Yeah. We'll and then we'll try to get you healed. Right. right. Here. Maybe put you on the back of a snowplow and, mm-hmm. and get you into to Buffalo. Uh, Jumpstart your business. I guess give something to Taylor. We'll discuss next.
1: Hey, this is Trent McDuffie. Wake up with Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on
3: 610 Sports Radio
2: to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com
0: Asked to meet you where you have been. I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, heaven, sin. Saw you there and I thought, oh my God, look at that face. You look like my next mistake.
3: you pick the music on the Wayback Wednesday, submit them via the J Southland Toast Service text line 9135867610. Include your name so that you may get the credit.
1: This is coming from Baby Girl as she is waiting on the bus stop. Yes. Going back to school. Going back to school. Yes, uh, Taylor Swift blinks face from yeah, Baby Girl. That's a good one. Uh, and I'm sure there's a couple of 610 alpha males that are very mad that we're playing Taylor Swift songs. I mean, some of the people that came out of the woodwork on my tweet to Tony Dungy about... Femininity in taking over football was the one that I sent you guys yesterday by oh some s- some caveman. Um, like it, it's unbelievable some of the reaction that people had to my tweet to Tony Dungy saying, "Hey man, like Taylor Swift's good for the NFL. It's okay." I I, I still can't believe. These six ten alpha male pigs that are out there <laughs> that are coming out of their caves, complaining about Taylor Swift and how some guy said femininity was taking over football. Good lord, man!
3: Like hmm. Losers. Uh, from the uh, I guess breaking ish news department, Josina Anderson tweeted this out a bit earlier, but um, doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Uh, breaking, I'm told the Browns have fired offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, running backs coach Stump Mitchell, and tight ends coach T.C. McCartney. Why would you fire those guys? I've
1: never heard of him. I mean, didn't the they have Browns like 85 quarterbacks?
3: four <laughs> quarterbacks, I believe.
1: <laughs> they got a guy off the couch to Correct. play quarterback. Got old Joe Flacco out of
3: the mothballs. Right. And pressed him into service and got themselves into the playoffs. That's right. And you and fire gonna, your staff? You're going to get rid of that crew? You, <laughs> you lost... Your starting quarterback, mm-hmm. you lost Nick Chubb right. early on, mm-hmm. and and you regrouped and made the pl- and they're going to
1: revamp their offensive. St- what? Yeah, that doesn't crock. make sense, man. Can you file for wrongful termination? I think you can in a situation like this. Why? Why would you fire anybody? It's the Browns. They made the playoffs. Everybody should get a raise and an extension. I would think so. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird one to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um so anyway, not yeah.
3: that I know how great a job Alex Van Pelt did, but I'd on the surface I'm thinking
1: Well, you made the playoffs with a, with a, with Joe Flacco yeah. as your quarterback. I mean, yeah. there's not much more to be said about that. No. And then, you know, Stump Mitchell has done a really nice job with Nick Chubb over the last couple of years, and then you fired the tight end, you lost and, him
3: and you still regroup like And you, know and you still regroup like you got like Kareem Hunt back from nowhere, right? right? I, was off the street. Yep. And made him very good. Sure. Again, that's a, that's a strange one to me. I don't anyway. get
1: that one. Anyway, but that's why the Browns are always yeah. perpetually a, a, a terrible franchise. So there you have it. Congratulations, Cleveland. You continue to make people go, what? Uh, so it seems like a really solid business plan to,
3: I don't know, give something to Taylor Swift these days. It does, doesn't it? I right. mean, my goodness. So Christian, Kristen uh, juicecheck mm-hmm. the wife of Kyle, the uh, San Francisco 49er, uh, she's the one that made the... The jackets that that uh, Taylor and Brittany wore the right. other day, with the with the the jerseys, the Kelsey and the Mahomes jerseys, really sharp looking jackets. Yeah, right? did you
1: see the one that was in Detroit with Taylor Lautner? Yeah. He had one as well. Yeah, yeah. So many Taylors were wearing May, these. Yeah, all the,
3: all the Taylors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I met Taylor. I met giving it to Taylor Swift. Gotcha. The the Taylor Lautner yeah. from Twilight or whatever that apparently works too. Yeah, anyway. he had an Aiden Hutchinson
1: one, which was really which cool. Which was really cool. It was awesome. Yeah. He did you see the video of him putting it on? He took it out of the thing and he threw his coat off. And then somebody you see a hand get him snag his coat from like, Like, (laughs) I think a fan stole stole his original jacket. jacket. That
3: may be, it may be the case. So she gained like 4 million Instagram followers over the weekend. And it was like more than any other NFL player. Right. Um, it hasn't translated to dollars just yet, but I'm sure the dollars will, will oh, be I'm sure it's as coming. Well. Yeah. So she's picked up a whole bunch of followers. She, she does like fashion stuff or whatever. And her oh, brand's yeah. going to take off. Oh, I mean, it's going to no be huge. About it. Yeah. But she picked up like <laughs> millions of Instagram followers over the weekend based on those jackets. More than
1: any player, as yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah. In the NFL. Right. God, yeah. I'm sure that 6'10 alpha dude is mad yeah, today. I'm
3: sure you know who's not mad. Uh, Kyle, because she's contributing to their joint retirement plan when he's done playing. Oh, my God, just, you know, pure joy Um, just to see her get that recognition. Um, and she's been grinding for years now, She's been working so hard. So, so happy to see her, um, you know, get her stuff out there, everybody see it, and people recognize that it was hers. So she tells me, you know, I asked her, how long does it take to make one of those? Oh, it's all night, I'm cutting,
0: I'm doing it over. And, uh, how, just how much work goes into making yeah, one of those? Yeah,
3: she's not kidding. Um, some of those jackets, some of them, she probably put like 20 <laughs> hours alone into a single jacket. Like, times I'm waking up, three, four in the morning, and she's not in bed, she's downstairs, she's working. Um, so she really really has been grinding and so happy to see it. she's in her playbook yeah I mean she's absolutely. Seriously in her playbook. she's
1: getting it done Good how job. about that I I think it's really cool that she gets the opportunity now to grow her business because of Taylor Swift and it's and really, a cool product and I a mean. great product right yeah it, it's a it's a really I, cool product I found yeah. myself actually
3: I saw um Taylor Swift walk in they had a right. the video or whatever and and I thought, that's a really cool jacket. I wonder who made it. That was exactly my first thought. I'm like, why am I worried about this? And then I saw that, that you know, players white made it. Like, that's, that's really, that's cool. really Good cool. Girl. Yeah. yeah. And she
1: so, so she gets to grow her business. Right. And, and Taylor's bringing like new fame to people in the NFL. Like you would not have known about Kyle use wife, making jackets, if it wasn't for Taylor Swift, and now everybody's going to want one of these jackets, I wouldn't be surprised if Nike commissions her, you know, to make these jackets or to pay her the 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 money to buy the rights to this design that she's created. But I think what what the coolest thing about all of this is, at least in in, in my opinion, anyway, um, it's it's cool to see an NFL husband so proud of his wife. And you know, look, we we've all got great wives, I I, I believe anyway. We the three of us have really great wives by our side. I think we're all proud of our wives it's really cool to watch our wives do great things my maybe wife is celebrating a year today at her new job way and more successful than we th- are yes. than we are yeah way right because i'm close yeah right yeah, not yeah, even yeah. close but, I, but they, I i thought for my money seeing kyle use check so proud of his wife like that's really cool to see because you don't get the opportunity. I think to see that side of players a lot. And, and a lot of wives obviously aren't doing what she did, you know, with those jackets and getting Taylor I'm, Swift to wear the jacket, but to see him so proud of his wife, because he's the breadwinner, he's an NFL player, right? She's never in maybe. the spotlight. And now she gets the opportunity to be in the spotlight and to see him like really, really support her and be proud of her. That's the coolest thing I saw yesterday. And then
3: uh, when he's retired, he'll be out like, uh, getting fabric. Yeah, yes, right, 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 exactly. Yes, he hey, uh,
1: can you run down to Joanne Fabrics? I need another roll of the red. <laughs> need more yeah. stuffing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so at least he's got his post-career
1: lineup.
3: <laughs> He'll be... He'll be the sewing apprentice.
1: Yeah. I guess it's great, man. Well done by her. And I don't know how long she's been doing these jackets, Josh, or if it's something that, you know, she's been doing for a while now and folks have been wearing them. But as soon as Taylor Swift put that jacket on, you knew the dollar signs were going to start rolling in. I guarantee you she's taking more orders right now for these jackets that she can produce, and they're going to have to get Nike involved to help it because they're, these things are going to be mass produced and everybody's going to oh, want yeah, one. I've already started seeing the knockoffs here in Kansas City. Really? Yesterday. Oh, yeah, on Facebook. There was some guy that already had knockoffs out on the streets. Like, no kidding. Very nice. How, how did he turn those around so Man. fast? Because jerseys are expensive, right? right? And so you got to go. I don't know how many jerseys it takes to make a jacket, but it's not just one, no, right? She used quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it already. Uh, already out there because they to, know people are going to want them. Coming to probably to get Bannister an NFL deal Ridge. soon.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get, if she gets tied in with the NFL, then that business is going to rock. It's going oh, yes, to so go yes, skyrocket.
1: Yes. Absolutely, yeah. gonna, but it's going to skyrocket. Regardless, though, Josh, unless like Nike tries to put the kibosh on her because she's using their product, but Taylor Swift wore the jacket. It's over. I mean, she got. She's going to get all the orders Note now. To her though,
3: get those knockoff jerseys from. Like, <laughs>
1: yes. yes, that's right. Overseas. Didn't you buy like like one of those? Fifteen bucks yeah. on, a,
3: on a on a on a lark. Yeah. How's yeah. that, Bo Jackson? Yeah. yeah, I still got the Bo Jackson.
1: <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I think my father-in-law got, a got those for my kids. I got a cane
3: during the run, too. That was like... A Lorenzo cane? Like, I didn't even know if it was going to show up. I kind got of one of those. You ordered it, and you're like, okay, should I really have done this? This doesn't look good." How much legit. did you pay for it? And it was like, you know, 20-some bucks. Yeah, like okay. it was, but it was real. Yeah. I mean, it was so real-ish. finally, it, it showed it up. It was real-ish. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of those scams out there, so be careful. You yeah. Know, you know, you get the, the fake jerseys that don't show up. Right.